You know, I've been watching the Bucks over the past few weeks quite a bit, and uh, you know, me doing my eye test and analyzing this team and analyzing Giannis. I mean, the guy's game is still not real to me. And you know, looking on on paper, obviously he's going to look dominant. The stats are easy for him. You know, he's a freakishly athletic specimen, um, incredible length, incredible speed, a dominant in the open court. That's where majority of his bats are still coming from. Putbacks, offensive rebounds. You know, uh, go up with it strong. No one can defend me around here. These guys are small, and he's taking full advantage of these open lanes and this spaced out regular season. But when I look at his game, he doesn't really have real game to me yet. There's no skill set. It's still missing for the most part. And, you know, it's crazy to me how it's funny to me, actually, how people shun James Harden's regular season dominance, which is happening purely on skill for the most part. And they say, oh, this shit ain't going to work in the playoffs, you know, so fuck that. He ain't the MVP. But then they're going to give Giannis the MVP. Act, uh, his shit works in the playoffs? Nah, because the same reason the Raptors exploited the the Bucks three years ago, the same reason the you know uh, Celtics exploited them two years ago, and the same reason the Raptors exploited them again this last year in the playoffs, it's going to happen again because their best player doesn't have a bag in the half court. He doesn't have a skill set in the half court. What do you you can't you go to thing can't be a fucking putback. You know, uh, when it's time to actually, you know, make a play and break a guy down when there's help side waiting, when there's a guy ready to double, when there's a defensive plan focused on, you know, preventing you from getting inside the lane, what are you going to do for me? Because I've never seen someone so lost the way the Bucks were the past three games against the Raptors last year, especially in the final moments. Again, this is a great defensive team. Giannis is a defensive beast. And they've got the perfect squad around him offensively, the perfect shooters. They remind me a lot about the 09 Magic, the one that the all those shooters around Dwight and um, a defensive unit. But they got the perfect squad around him to have regular season success, to look dominant on paper. In the final three minutes of a tight playoff game against a well-coached team like the Miami Heat, against a well-coached team like the Boston Celtics, what are you going to do? Because last year they were lost to shit and Giannis himself was all over the place trying to get in the lane, fidgeting, you know, fumbling the ball, uh, wild out of control passes, you know, because he doesn't have that calmness in his game and that, and that, you know, uh, uh, purity in his game to slow down and say, okay, let's just hoop. Let's make a good basketball play. I'm gonna get a good shot off. Chris Middleton is their go-to guy. For those of you that don't know, because he's the one that can actually break a guy down with his handle. He's the one that can get through tight spaces, when your freakish shit don't work no more, you know, he's the one that can hit a tough shot coming off a screen. He's the one that can, uh, uh, you know, exploit a team in the pick and roll. He's the guy that can, uh, pull up on you from three, you know, go one dribble, pull up, you know, either way, he's the guy that can do that. And, uh, he's the guy that can get in the lane and, and adjust his touch and hit a floater. Giannis doesn't have these things in his game yet. And, um, till he gets those, uh, the Bucks ain't to me, they ain't doing nothing. This shit right here, oh, I'm going to get 37, I'm going to dunk, I'm going to get putbacks, I'm going to get these rebounds offensively and just go up with it. You know, I'm going to get in the lane whenever there's an opening. I'm going to use my speed and my first step and my length to just, you know, pad my stats and look dominant on paper and increase my MVP case more and more because we're going to be winning no matter what. It, it's, 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 a, it's a bad strategy, and this is where the Bucks go wrong. You know, you already know you're the best team on paper in the East. How about you go practice some new shit with your best player and put him in the post, 
you know, put him in spots where he's going to have to go in the playoffs and practice his shit, practice new shit, operate as a unit, operate as a team around new different alternative dimensions that you could bring out of your best guy. So put him in the post, you know, have him um, play in the mid post, have him play back to the basket more, have him come off screens in that area more, you know, because that's what's going to happen in the playoffs. But the re- the problem is when you get to the playoffs, you can't just implement new shit on the spot. You got to go in already having practiced that. You got to go in already, you know, knowing that that right there is an option you have. And the Rockets also have this issue with James. And I don't know if it's because of stubborn um, uh, coaching or is it because they just want to stick to what they're doing and perfect it. But how about run James off screens one night and just try and see how it is, you know, put Russ on the ball and let him wait for James to come off screens at the bottom of the rim, you know, or, or, or have him, you know, go uh, come off screens in the mid range or play back to the basket. A lot of teams are so caught up in perfecting and dominating the regular season and looking good on paper. And, you know, you guys are all going to get stunned in the playoffs because when a seven game series comes and your go-to thing is just a put back. And by the way, he has improved his touch around the rim. He's got a good little turnaround jumper going there. You can tell he repped that out. He's getting comfortable with it. Now he's got to do that to every other part of his game pretty much. Uh, his shooting shit, like people are going to be like, oh, you hating. His shot improved so much, his three-point percentage and all that. Look, the guy is being sagged off and dared to shoot. You know, <laughs> that ain't happening in the playoffs. They're going to put a good defender on him. That's going to stay within arm's length, and you're going to have to pick your poison. Are you going to take this three? It's a different shot when the nerves are high. It's a different shot when it's a playoff atmosphere. It's a different shot when you know, like, yo, these people right here think that this is my weakness. Now, can I make them pay for it? Just that thought, it's a mental game. And to me, he hasn't – his shot ain't like that. His mid-range ain't like that. You know, he's not going to pull up over you with a hand in his face. His go-to thing is to attack the lane repeatedly and get out in the open court and dominate and look dominant on the stat sheet. Love the kid's story. Love the kid's come up. Love his work ethic. Love his mentality. I want to see him do great things. The potential is fucking sky high for Giannis. As of right now, it ain't real to me yet. And, you know, I don't see them taking that next step in the playoffs. Uh, And I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I think they'll get past the first round. After that, teams are going to exploit them. Chris Middleton's our go-to guy right now. I actually think that they should go pick up another score off the bench. Uh, but yeah, man, he's got a ways to go skill-wise. And uh, he's got a way to go with actual basketball ability and basketball feel and basketball scoring touch and all these things. You know, freaking nature is great. It's great in the regular season. It's great on the stat sheet. But if you really do the eye test, Giannis's game ain't real to me yet.